You're listening to The Marn Report. Well, hey, hey, Fort Stewart, Hunter Army Airfield. This is Molly, and we are back with another edition of the Marn Report podcast. Today, I am joined by Lieutenant Colonel Wright. She is the Chief of Behavioral Health through Wynn Army Community Hospital in Medac, correct? Yes. <laughs> thank you so much for being on the podcast with me today. Yes, thank you for having me. All right. So today, what I would like to do is talk to you a little bit about your behavioral health program. Can you tell me just a little bit about what it is? Yes, so there are behavioral health programs aligned with units throughout the installation here at Fort Stewart and at Hunter. Mm -hmm. And so the concept is that behavioral health care is accessible to the soldiers and so the clinics are placed within the footprint. So we have several embedded behavioral health clinics here at Fort Stewart. We have 1st Brigade, 2nd Brigade, which is out at the Marne TMC in their compound. We have 3rd Sustainment and Devardi. We have a multi-D embedded behavioral health clinic located at Liberty Wing in the hospital, which captures the units that uh, don't necessarily fall under third ID or kind of misaligned. And then at 3CAB, we have one up there at Hunter. Wow. So, I mean, far and wide. Great. And then when we say behavioral health, what exactly are the services that are offered? So in each embedded behavioral health clinic, there are multidisciplinary providers. We have behavioral health techs who do a majority of the triaging and walk-in services. They also um, help facilitate some psychoeducational groups. Okay. We have clinicians who are LCSWs, which are licensed social workers, psychologists, LPCs. And then we also have prescribers that are either nurse practitioners or psychiatrists to manage uh, complex medications. Sure, sure. So we're talking, you guys really run the gamut with all levels of mental health. That's that's fantastic that that's offered. Is it just for our service members or is it for family members as well? There is a child and adolescent behavioral health clinic also at the hospital in Liberty Wing that will um, provide services for our beneficiary dependents and children. Sure. And you, one would have to think, you know, obviously the time changes, it gets darker outside and then the holidays are right behind that, right? That sad that, you know, is a real thing, especially, you know, when the holidays roll around, just everyone, just some people feel a lot more bummed out. Do you tend to see an uptick in services during the holidays? I think we see an uptick, not necessarily because of, of SAD, which is the Seasonal Affective Disorder, mm-hmm. but just also the holiday stress Sure. here at Fort Stewart and Hunter, the deployment cycle right. is um, a huge factor in, in an uptick in, in patient care. Sure. So um, do you have any suggestions uh, for individuals who may be seeking assistance through behavioral health if, if maybe there's a wait list and, you know, are, are people able to get in pretty quickly? So we, we do allow people to walk in. Sure. We triage those individuals that walk in. And a triage usually will consist of gathering some information mm-hmm. to really pinpoint what their concern is or what their level of distress is. Okay. Um, because it's, it's going to be best to have that individual link up with a resource that is best suited for that concern that they're having. So there is a little bit of a a time lag between walking in sometimes and getting an appointment and then even um, there's time that you might have to wait before you can actually get in to see your therapist for the routine care. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to do our best to ensure that other resources that are able to address individuals' concerns 
are available for them as well. Sure. And and when you speak of resources, I know we have several listed on the Fort Stewart Hunter Army Airfield website for individuals who are seeking additional resources in addition to behavioral health, which is also on our list. If you just go to our homepage, it's home.army.mil slash steward and you scroll down in the menu section on the left hand side of the page you'll see crisis resources and um, anything from behavioral health to the VA to um, army community service right because that's a huge service that I think uh, many people don't realize is available to them right so you say you know you pinpoint the issue and make sure that that the individual is receiving the right type of care to really get down to the bottom of exactly what might be, you know, upsetting them or eating at them. That might be new parent support. Um, that might be the financial assistance and financial readiness counselors that are available through ACS, you know, all the way down to helping you with Christmas presents for your kids, right? Through the toy drive that they just did. So, I think that, you know, the way that you guys partner with making sure that the individuals get to the right place for help is incredible. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. There, there are many levels of resources. Sure. One source is a great yeah. um, resource. You can you look at their 800 number, call them, mm-hmm. you can view their website, which has many different resources, and they'll link you to other resources and, and services of support. The Military Family Consultant yeah. are also great non-medical counseling for supportive care or short-term solution focused problems sure they also do family work so those military family life consultants will meet with couples they'll meet with adolescents um, the soldiers so they're sprinkled throughout Fort Stewart and Hunter that's great and also they're even in our schools right in our local schools through in Chatham County and Liberty County and in our Dodia schools here and and I also think you know talking about kids in particular and especially this time of year everybody's out of their routine right so especially when, when you think about like the tweens and the teens who are just angsty about everything and think that when they're parents tell them to clean their room that they're getting yelled at you know like these kids are like oh just get me back in school so I can get away from my family so you know I think it's also important you know to make sure that we're paying attention to our kids too you know and and maybe seek some assistance through the military family life counselors you know if that's needed for sure absolutely everybody's got to get it off their chest somehow right right (laughs) one question that I did want to ask you is you know, I think it's probably cooler now to ask for help than it has been in the past. You know, like people aren't so worried about a stigma thing behind, you know, seeking assistance. Can you kind of offer some insight into if, if we do have especially a service member that is seeking assistance, that's not going to reflect poorly on them. You know, can you maybe offer some more um, insight into that? Absolutely. I do think that people through casual conversations mentioned more now that they have a therapist or sure. that they're getting some supportive care or they're utilizing a resource more than, than they ever have. And it, it doesn't interfere with your ability to serve and, and stay in uniform. Um, if I can mention, like when those individuals are filling out the SF-86 for security clearance, it actually says on the top of the form that you can say no to question 21, which is, are you seeking behavioral health care? Mm-hmm. So, you know, the Army is, the military is trying not to um, have a barrier for people to go get help. 
So if you do check yes, you're saying I'm willing to talk about why I'm going to behavior health. And sure. So, you know, then, then that's a different situation. But, I mean, unless you're on a profile or you have a significant service disqualifying condition, seeking help is actually a good thing. Right. And I think, you know, the Army wants us to be preventative. So they have multiple resources at all different levels throughout the installation for us to do so. Sure, sure. And I mean, even through like our chaplains, right? We always think about mental fitness, spiritual fitness. I mean, it it really, physical fitness. I mean, it all really, everything goes in to one, like it all feeds into each other. And and we really do have several wonderful resources on the installation and even, you know, that spread out into the community to for anyone that needs assistance, even our DOD civilians, correct? So I, I think it's probably most important, right, to make sure that everyone knows that even in their darkest hour, there is always someone available. Yeah, and if people don't um, share that they're under distress or that they need assistance, then other people can't help. And, sure. And as humans, we, we need to connect with others. Mm -hmm. like, we're not designed to do things on our own or be isolated. And so I would encourage people to let your friends know, let your chain of command know, let your family know if you need food, right? There's food banks mm -hmm. all over the county and all over uh, the surrounding counties here at Fort Stewart and Hunter who have that resource available. Um, people are willing to help. It's the holidays. So a lot of times people want to do things sure. extra. So I encourage people to speak up and, and let their needs be known to those around them. Yeah. And it's amazing that you just said really brought me back to it. Even if you go on a, any Facebook group in the world, you've always got right now somebody, even if they're posting anonymously, like, where can I go um, to find you know, discounted toys for my kids for the holidays, or where can I go to find my Thanksgiving or my Christmas meal? And it truly is amazing if you just watch the thread underneath those comments, how quickly the community comes together for that individual and for that family. I mean, I think especially it being in a military community, people really rally um, the ones that are needing assistance, even if they've never met you before. I mean, I've seen uh, posts on our social media pages here for Fort Stewart that are like, well, I have to go walk my dog at, you know, 10 p.m. And, you know, or I'm caring for someone's pet that's in a different neighborhood that I'm not familiar with. And somebody speaks up and says, oh, I live in that neighborhood. I'll come walk with you. They don't even know each other, you know, but it's just the amazing amount of support that is given by our community members to those in need is just, it's really it's really special. It's amazing. Yeah. So I think um, just making sure that people know, again, they're never alone. You know, your your darkest hour can turn into the brightest one by a complete stranger. Yeah. Um. So is there anything else that you would like to add about your program or just care in general? Well, if I can mention just about holidays sure. in general. It, it's supposed to be a time of joy where families get together and do things, but we, we know that there are people out there who don't have family. Sure. Or the holidays is a sensitive time for them. It's not always joyous because of some things that have happened to them. And so I just encourage people to plan for the holidays, right? Know what your budget is. Maybe have activities available. Like you said, you have your teenagers or your 
your tweens mm -hmm. at the house and they're gonna be grumpy. So, you know, low budget activities like maybe a little scavenger hunt or have them do something that's creative, especially if you have a loved one who may be deployed or sure. not able to come for the holidays. Don't spend outside of what your budget is. So have a budget, set limits. Mm -hmm. Boundaries are always a great idea. Yeah. Right? Letting people know that I can't attend every holiday party or I'm going to have to leave early or I'm not able to bring a dish. Mm -hmm. Like people are going to be okay if you're honest with them and you let them know like this is this is where I you know this is my limit this is my boundary yeah and that's going to protect you and keep you being healthy during this time of stress sure absolutely and you know what I always in my house you know of course kids will be kids they'll have like a Christmas list that's like 25 things long, but we've limited it down to three things. It's always, you know, something that you really, really want, something that you need, and then just like one cool thing, right? And and we've really placed the focus more on memories than we do on stuff because at the end of the day, the stuff won't be around forever. It might break or you'll grow out of it but the memories are with you forever. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people think that that's super cheesy, but um, you know, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about is, you know, creating happy, healthy moments, you know, for yourself and for your family. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Great idea. <laughs> um, well, this has been such a great conversation and I appreciate you so much coming on. Um, I just know that times times can be tough around the, the holidays. And it's also important to note that it's not just the holidays that these resources are available. They're available all year round. Yes. Um, well, all right. Do you have anything else you want to add? No, I appreciate you having me on today. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, sure thing. You are welcome back anytime. <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, that does it for this week's edition of the Marn Report podcast. This is Molly, and that is Lieutenant Colonel Wright from Behavioral Health. And we are signing off. If you or someone you know needs crisis support, dial 988. This three-digit dialing code connects directly to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, where compassionate, accessible care and support is available for anyone experiencing mental health-related distress. The 988 Lifeline helps thousands of people struggling to overcome suicidal crises or mental health-related distress every day. There is hope. Call or text 988 today.